Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey guys, how you doing? Gavin Timms with REI Network. Welcome back for another episode. Uh, today, I have a, a, a guest on that's already been on before. Uh, he's a coaching client. He's an awesome guy. He's here to deliver a lot of value today uh, regarding actually doing deals. So even though he's one of my clients, he actually makes things happen, pushes business to the next level. We've been the highs and the lows of consistently doing deals for a month consistently to that dip into bringing it back up. And we're going to be talking about that. I think it's really important that when I bring guests on the show, we're actually bringing on people that are still doing deals today that have started within the last year. They're actually making it a success because a lot of you listeners are here to get the same, all right, and to build that success, to grow that business, to start working on the business not in it. And that's kind of what we're, we're trying to do here. So let me bring him over. I have joining me, Chris Arnold. Chris, how are you? I'm good. Thank you, Gavin. Thanks for bringing me on. I uh, appreciate it, bud. Let me uh, let me see here if you're watching us. I'm going to drop the, there we go, <laughs> drop our names on the, on the screen there. So Chris, I appreciate you coming on. I know I only asked you yesterday, um, but you've got a lot of momentum going and I want to talk about that. You know, this episode is going to be labeled three in closing, three under contract in 30 days, and that is not follow-up. That's the key. So anyone that's starting off, yes, you've been consistent before, so that helps, but you're someone that has literally took the the, the bull by the horns, all right, and you've just listened and, and, and just done it, right? You're, you're a pleasure to work with in, in that, that you don't question me. You don't second guess. You just get on with it and make it happen. And, you know, for people that watched our last episode, you know, the first time brand new to real estate, never done a deal. We went virtual, leaving California. You got five closed in the first 37 days. Okay, I think 12 under contract, which is amazing. You've then built a successful, consistent business of four deals, lost it, bought it back again. So we're going to cover that, Chris. So tell us a little bit, just real quick about you. Where are you living? Where are you doing business? And let's dive in about that momentum, consistency, and why it dipped and why it's back again. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And, and you know, working with you has been a pleasure. You know, you tell me exactly what needs to happen next and I just go do it. And then if I have any questions, you know, we talk about it, go forward. So it's been a pleasure working with you too. Thank you so much. So I live here in Northern California, beautiful Northern California, East San Francisco Bay Area, which um, as many know is a really hot market right now. And so what we decided when we were first beginning is that we need to pick a virtual market that I can work in to get started in. And so, you know, we did our research and we found out that, you know, Louisiana was going to be the spot for us to get going. And so we started there. And as you said earlier, you know, the first 30, 45 days we got in, we had five contracts in closing. And then we were doing consistent, roughly four contracts a month there on, on a very straightforward basis, cold calling, following up the leads, you know, sending offers and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and with that, just real quick. So how long did it take? Obviously, we did. You, I mean, I, I don't shy away from this, that you're my most successful student at 
that pace being brand new, right, mm -hmm. uh, which is awesome. But I think it's important that, I mean, you were working it as well. I mean, you were putting in the effort, right? When I said talk to minimum of five sellers a day, three offers a day to do a deal, you know, you're doing 10 hours on the phone every day, right, to, 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 to get it, to want it. I just want to point that out because it's important for listeners. We don't want to make out that this is easy. You're actually putting the work in. You're building the systems, right? And what you're seeing now is that we have a marketing machine that, and we're going to come to this, but you literally can just turn things on and off, right? It's just like a faucet. You can drip leads in, you can blast leads in, you can turn leads off, which you never want to turn leads off, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say that. So you, you started off, you got it going. How long did it take you, would you say, to get the consistency of multiple deals a month? So it did take me about 90 days. Because, you know, after that first 30 days of getting contracts in, I wasn't familiar with real estate at all. And then I wasn't familiar with the closing process, like putting it in title and all the title issues that could come up, dealing with the sellers during through that process. And so it was, it was a major learning curve. And so we slowed a bit to focus on the closed contracts. Now, mind you, leads were still coming in and still needed to be follow up with, but it was just me doing it. So those fell on the ground. So we kind of ramped back up around August, September last year, and then started building the pipeline again to a more consistent level. And yeah. then January of this year, we really just kicked it into gear and said, we're all in, we're focused on this. I got an acquisition manager and started uh, hitting it really hard for 90 days. Yeah. So you bought on, right? I'm big on how do I take a client? I work with people from doing a lot of deals. Okay. I work with flippers that have been in the business 25 years to someone that's brand new. All right. Mm -hmm. And obviously you're, you're part of a group. You get to see that. But the goal is, is to, to be a business owner, right? That's the goal for you. How do I work on the business? Okay. How do I have this serving me, making making money and serving others and, and your team members solving problems? And that's the goal. So you put this acquisition guy in place who's actually doing a great job. Unfortunately, well, you tell us he got sick and that's kind of when it started to go a little wobbly for you. Yeah, we were we had a really good pace. So January, we were rebuilding from being off for the holidays. And then in February, we got two or three contracts in. And then March, we got four more. And then towards the end of March, something happened with my, and this is full blast, three cold callers, I think at the time, bringing in leads, us all following up with the leads, texting, et cetera. And so everything was moving at a very fast pace and we were there. Good momentum. Dispo was doing their job. Everybody was on all eight cylinders. And then my acquisition manager actually had some health problems. Yeah. Um, which was very unfortunate. I didn't actually didn't know what was going on with him for a, a month. His wife called me like right after he stopped working because we spoke every day. We're pretty regular. Um, he's yeah. local to me. So that kind of a thing. Anyway, he's back and he's fine and everything's great. But he was off. And so what slowly began to happen is I needed to step back into his role. And now we have an assembly line of leads just coming in every day. I think we were at nine to 10 leads a day from our cold callers that needed to be touched. You know, yep. the acquisition person has to call them, has to get the condition, has to build a relationship. And so actually what ended up happening for me in that situation is, is I couldn't make all those calls. I was already running the business and, you know, I have another business. And so I'd allowed my acquisition manager to kind of run with that position with some freedom because he's really good and self-managing and all that stuff. 
anyway, so I started going through the leads and saying, okay, I'll call these three because they seem like someone I need to talk to. You know, these three just remodeled. They want retail. They're probably going to listen with the realtor. So I started kind of hard qualifying the leads because it's now my time back on the phone. And, and so in that, we pulled a couple of contracts, but just at a much slower pace. And the visual I had while I'm going through this was an assembly line and a conveyor belt. And I'm at the end and all these leads are just flying by me, falling on the ground, piling up. Yeah. And so now I'm just sitting here like, I don't know what to do. I was frustrated. Anyway, so I started cleaning that up. I actually had to slow down the lead flow. I didn't want to because we were doing so well before and I everybody was happy and you know, doing well. So I gave it three weeks before I told my callers, hey, we got to we gotta slow down a little bit. Anyway, so we reduced everything. The, the key is though, slow down, not stop, right? Right. Because I needed to keep them motivated, right? Because if you say, hey, I only need you for less time now, then they start looking for other jobs and jobs. stuff like that. Yeah. And so you need them invested in you as much as you're invested in them. You can't just turn them off and on, you know, and expect that they'll be available. Um, so that's why I waited a much longer period of time, probably than necessary, because I knew they were generating leads for us. And I knew in the next 90 days or so, we'd pull some of those leads and they'd make us money. So it made sense. Anyway, so I scaled everything back and then slowly, you know, I was able to start picking up, you know, we spoke at that time and we started getting down into the numbers on how many dials need to happen minimum on a daily basis to make X amount of dollars, say it's 500, say it's a million, whatever that number is. I just knew we had to make 50 dials. And so I recalibrated everything. So when my lead manager came back or when my acquisition manager came back, I said, you have to be able to make 20 calls a day. I'll make the other 30, you make 20. Because I knew I needed to keep my pulse on things too while he was recovering and then getting back up to speed. Does that make sense? He was out. Yep. So he was kind of like, where are we? What are we doing? And and so it took a little bit. And so we worked together to kind of ramp him back up. And then probably by mid-month last month, we're back on all cylinders. So this is in mid-May. And then I started doing texting. He was doing his 20 calls. I was doing my 20 calls. And then we hired a lead warmer, right? Because if you open our calendar every day, we have 30 or 40 calls in there each. And we, right. need, him, and we need him to go through and see who's available that day for us. So we're spending our time on the phone with deals rather than chasing it. So do you need me to stop there? Or no, no, no. Keep no, keep going. I think this is really good for people because, you know, what, again, it's just identifying the things that need to happen to actually be successful, right? And yeah. I think there's a difference between, I don't, anyone that I work with now, you know, we screen them heavy because I don't want someone just wanting to do one deal. I, I want to, I only take people on that want to build a business, that want to be successful because it's, especially with our new format, which we're going to come on to, Everyone now is different. Our interaction's different. We need everyone with the same mindset of what we're trying to do. Else it's not, you can see how it won't work, right? In, in the format that we have. And, uh, and I think it's good to understand that, you know, when you said to me, well, how are we going to, how am I going to do multiple deals? We've got to be hitting a minimum of $50 a day. And we're not talking cold call dials. We're talking actually people like in the system that came in from a new lead or a follow-up lead, we need to be doing a minimum of 50 a day, hopefully more, 80 a day, right? And then having as many contacts and talks and connections as we can with them people to be able to hit the numbers uh, that you want. Because in a business, the numbers will never lie, and it is a complete numbers game. 
And when you hit them numbers, you're going to then reach the targets that you want. And it's not rocket science. Like if you said to me, I want to do 20 deals a month, $50 ain't enough, right? 50 contacts aren't enough. We need three or four people doing 50 contacts a day or whatever, right? And then you're just going to put more money in the hopper. You're going to create more leads. And it becomes a point, as you all know, when I talk on, on the coaching call is what do you want? What are you trying to achieve? Because how big do you want to go? Because I believe that there's a limit where people think, okay, if I can do a million dollars or $2 million in real estate, and you're going to take home X amount, let's say you're going to make 40% of that. Mm-hmm. Don't think that you're going to do 10 million and you're going to take 40% of that because you're not right. You, I know a lot of people in the business that might run a five, $6 million business, but they're not making the same percent of when they were doing a million or 2 million. Does that make sense? Yeah. So there's that there's, there's that um, leeway that people need to understand of again the vision and what you're trying to create. For me, it's lifestyle, doing consistent deals, making good money, great money mm-hmm. from real estate. But there's more to it than just work, right? And I talk about that. But I, again, I don't push my vision on anyone else. I, I take that. But it's good for people to see the breakdown of our conversations of going, yeah, you're going to hit 50. And guess what happens, right? You start to then hit them 50, right? You start to do that between you and delegating between you and your acquisition. Now he's better. And that consistency to now what's actually happening. So tell us about that. What is what is happening like now? How have we done from it slowing down? And this is what I've always been impressed. And I have probably two or three of you in the group that do this. And it's frustrating for me at times, right? Because you all, there's three of you that can just turn it on and make money when you want, right? And people would like give the left arm to do it, right? <laughs> they literally would listen to it. They would literally probably give the left arm. Yeah, to, they're to, annoyed to with be able- us. Yeah, they're frustrated. And I'm like, cool, like Steve does it, right? Six contracts in a week just when he decides he wants to do it. So it's like, all right, cool. We've got to that point. We know your closes. We know you can do it. Now we've got to just push them systems to say, let's do that consistently without you, right? And now that's that's, that's the next step. But tell us about it. How have you done three in 30 days? And now I've picked, you've got more in the pipeline than this, but I picked this topic for new marketing, right? New marketing. In 30 days, you have three contracts in closing and three yeah. under contract from thir- within 30 days of marketing. This is important. We're not throwing any follow-up in this. We're just saying new. So when people say, can I do a deal in 30 days? You know, of course you can, right? If you put yeah. the effort in. So tell us about it. How's it look? How have you done that? So, you know, our conversation on minimum dials that need to happen just reminded me and resonated with me real hard because then I started looking at my numbers, our calls per day, and they were like, okay, I'm making 10 calls a day. They were quality calls, but it wasn't enough. And so then I started going, how can we get up to 50? So I was doing it at first. I just started making the calls. Now, did I hit 50? No, because I had 30 other things to do. But we started doing that more regularly. And then when my acquisition manager came back and said, you have to hit, you know, 15 to 20 calls a day. We just got to do it. And so when we started doing that on a very, every day, so we report numbers every day. I put my numbers in there and he puts his numbers in there. And at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, we made 30 calls today. Where can we make up for the next few days? Or did we close a deal? Like what happened? But the main thing is action. 
Yeah. And it was a mindset for me. I just knew I had to take a lot of action to compensate for not knowing very much. Right. And make the offers. You know, I, I looked at our numbers. We weren't making the dials and we weren't making the offers. Actually, what happened is we started making the dials and then we weren't making enough offers. I'm like, why are we talking to so many people? And so I just turned, I undid all the limiting parameters of, hey, only send offers when and said, we're sending offers to everybody um, regardless. And then we'll deal with it after the fact. And so we're like, you know, we need to send offers. And I think I looked yesterday for this week, we have 40 offers out in today's awesome. but we ramped up to that right it didn't happen you know and we're, yeah. we're doing texting and calling so it's a combination of those two things plus follow-ups and so it's now it's just a tidal wave of activity that is starting to move at a fast pace but if you never do like those initial calls to get that warmed up and get it going then it's not going to do anything for you yeah um, no, I, the key thing is as well though you said was your goal was when we talked about it, you said what is it going to take and i said i need you to do 50 dollars a day right you yeah. or someone again anyone listening to this yeah. we're not saying you have to but it needs to be done by you or somebody right and and look what happened you said and i never even hit that but guess what happens you never reach the target that we set but you're still doing deals you're still making money you still got c- c- properties in closing by hitting portions of it right so you can now see well when i do get to that What's going to happen, right? Yeah. You're going to see where now, okay, now it makes sense. So instead of doing two, three, four deals a month, now I'm going to be able to do four every month closing. Yeah. We're not talking about contracts. We're talking closing, right? We know that it might take 30 days to close a property. That, that's out of your control and anyone's control, right? Because it's set to close. But if you can get four closing every month, that means that you're probably getting five, it's probably seven, eight contracts every month to get for actually closing Mm -hmm. and then but to get them six to ten contracts every month you've got to have your dials you've got to be hitting your offers and the and the 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 exciting thing is uh and um, terry one of the new guys that's just joined us from st louis you know what what i was like just like this is going to be a game changer because he's like oh yeah we just got appointments and the deals that i do we just have one conversation i do zero follow-up and i'm like you have lost your mind because 90 <laughs> percent of what i do is from follow-up so if you can adapt that piece you should be there and if you're doing four deals a month from new marketing you should be doing 10 plus deals a month including your follow-up right over yeah. a period of time which is exciting for you because even though you're now driving leads in and we're going to talk about why that is in a minute. And I, I share exactly the same view on, on this as you. But you're driving leads in and you're getting contracts now. But all these leads that you're generating and creating over the next six plus months are still going to be converting. And mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's the beauty of it. So I just wanted to you know, point that out. On a marketing level, let's talk about it. Obviously, cold calling is number one, right? Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that. And then you mentioned text messaging. You text message, I text message. I just did a video on this as well about doubling down on text messaging while we can, right? Yeah. And you're already paying for the data, right? The money is in the list and the data. You've already spent it mm-hmm. and you're already cold calling it. So while we can, and whenever you're listening to this episode, maybe times have changed, but the, to be compl- we have to stay compliant in what we do right? We have to stay compliant in what we do. And text messages is going to get harder. We know that. We don't know if it's in a week or in a month or in six months or in a year or when. They've been talking about it for months. It is getting harder. They are putting things in place, but it's not yet. So we've both adopted this idea 
of let's double down, let's hit it as hard as we can, let's overwhelm the pipeline of leads, let's stack them, let's get them in while we can before it changes and it becomes one impossible or two, the compliance is so relegated, re- what's the word? Regulated. Regulated, thank you, that it becomes not even worth it, right? And yep. we're not there yet. Yes. So. We're using Batch. If you, and guys, if you want, batchleads.io slash Gavin, okay? You get 5,000 free records, sign up, and then there's a bolt on for text messaging. You can send 1,000 text messages a day and then get them out. Get, you know, set your templates up, get your text messages, engage, get them on the phone and get them into your CRM and build the pipeline. And we're talking about, obviously, everything I teach in terms of wholesaling and flipping and finding discounted properties. Your best lists are going to be off market. Do not think going to Zillow and all of that and expireds for wholesale deals. It Yes, you can do a deal, but you aren't going to be cranking three, four, five a month. It just isn't happening. That is a place for creative finance, lease options, owner finance. That's where you want to go for them type of deals. But if you want to find discounted properties, you need to be going off market direct to seller. In my opinion, that's what I see in my business. And Chris, obviously, I kind of guided you to do that, but you're seeing the success in it, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I We're doubling down. We're doing as much as we can, especially with Batch, because they're highly compliant, right? And so they already kind of do all that for you. You just have to make sure you're following the rules. But we're, in addition to cold calling, the same list. We loaded that list in a batch. I'm doing it right now, but I'm doing training videos on it. I don't know how it's going to last, but I do it for two to three hours a day. Just because you have to focus on it. You're texting people. You're live. They're reacting and responding. So you have to react and respond. And most of those are not interested right now, but they're the property owner or it's a rental. And so I move that into our our lead manager because at some point, we're going to talk to them again and say, hey, remember us? We talked to you. Oh, yeah, I wasn't interested in whatever. But we're creating way more leads in our system to follow up with on a consistent basis. Yeah. And so even though it's a no for now, it's a, you know, it's a maybe later. But also I've pulled a ton of investors out because we're hitting people. We're talking to people. And some of them are, are property owners. And they're like, hey, I don't want to sell this one, but I got another one. Or I'm an investor. If you come across anything, let me know. So there's a lot of good things that are coming out of that texting thing. Because like you said, some people will text that won't pick up the phone. You personally will pick up the phone. I'll actually respond to a text before I pick up the phone. And so, you know what I mean? Absolutely. You get some creative responses. (laughs) And I guarantee, and people can test this. Go and get 20 people, text all 20, call all 20, direct mail all 20, and you'll only have a few that will that will double down, like we will get on both. Otherwise, you'll go, you've just gone, okay, instead of getting two leads, you've got six leads from three different marketing, and they're all different people, right? And if you then multiply that, that's what you're, that, that's what you're saying. And, and Batch, like I said, batchleads.io slash Gavin, you get your 5,000 free records, you skip trace it, you text messaging, I think, for that account. It's like $70 a month, okay? And uh, and then start texting. And you can get someone, a VA, if you're at work, whatever. Someone in the family, son, daughter, husband, wife, aunt, uncle, grandparents. I don't know, whatever it is. The software is not rocket science. I mean, you'll just click, 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 click. You wait like a text message would, and you can do fast response or type a response. I mean, we're talking, everyone's got one of these, Chris. Everyone's got a phone. Everyone texts every single day. And yeah. using the software, Software is not rocket science. And the reason people say, well, why don't I use, you know, we use FreedomSoft. 
right? Buy simple freedom soft. And it's like, well, why not do it in there? Because they're limiting you to 100 a day to stay compliant, okay? And I don't want a load of noise in my CRM. I'm very much like everyone in my CRM is not a record, they're a lead, okay? And there's a difference. When we put things into batch or we cold call, they're records. They're not leads. They don't even know what we want or if they have what we want or vice versa. So I like to turn them into leads, push them into the CRM. Let's work them from there. So everything in the CRM as a hub of the business was was interested at some point. They're either interested enough or they're interested in selling to get there. And then we work them through follow-up, obviously, to, 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 to get results. So that's really good. So to, to actually get then, so this is pretty simple. This would be the marketing plan, right, that you've adopted, let's say, in the last 30 days to get three in closing. Guys, this is in closing. We're not talking contracts. We're talking buyers have signed, closing dates are happening, checks are waiting to be received. Now, anything could still happen. Yeah. Three in closing, three under contract within 30 days. The marketing plan is pretty simple, okay? You've pulled lists. You've skip traced it. You've got cold callers, okay, cold calling. You've got texting happening. You're bringing leads in. You're having quality conversations. You're making offers. You're getting contracts signed, right? Yes, sir. And that's it. And then you bring in Dispo in to help you move the deals. So while you're keeping that pipeline full, right, you're getting a Dispo guy moving them, getting them into closing so you can keep focusing between you and your acquisition uh, to bring more deals in. And then to grow this, the cool thing is when you're ever training an acquisition person is that you never just hand over the job, right? This is like just <laughs> critical. If you want to tank a business, just go and hand it over to someone else, right? Yeah. And tank it's it. The because way to do it. <laughs> the fastest way to tank a business, just hand it over to someone that's new. And just because they interviewed well, just because they're good at sales and you expect them to come in and close the amount of deals that took you, as in the listener, months and months to, to art, right? To Ooh. craft. If, you, if it took you six months to craft to be able to get four consistently in closing, why do you feel that a brand new acquisition to real estate, even though he's been in sales for 20 years or whatever, is just going to come in and do that? It doesn't make sense. So you have to like do it as a junior acquisition. They listen to you. They do a lot of your legwork. They do a lot of the chasing, a lot of the rapport building, a lot of finding information to get them comfortable with the terminology. And then you build them from there. You build them to then a... Okay, you do like you're doing now, Chris, half the calls I take, half the calls you take. Until you can get their intake of volume up and their consistency in closing, then you start to step away. But you can't just cold turkey stop because you're just going to face plant the business, right? And and then have the next one, bring the next one under, and then and, and same thing again. Yeah, exactly. I think the, the hardest part is getting someone to be a you when you were doing the acquisitions because when we're doing it and when you were doing it, you're actually doing everything. So you're not just being acquisition. You see the whole picture already. So you're yeah. like, I know where I need this to go, right? But for that yeah. person, they just have to do that, you know, the sales. Yeah. Or that. We, we had a meeting yesterday with me and Melissa did, and we just said, look, like acquisition, like we're struggling to find acquisition people, people that want to be on the phone. If you're listening to this, guys, reach out to me, DM me. Okay, if you're interested, right, in, in being on the phone, reach out. We're looking right now for people. And here's the thing is you have partners. I've always been successful 
in partnerships, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not the guy or, or, or have the answers, and I don't think anyone does in, in acquisition roles, right? Because acquisition, the good ones are always going to go and do their own thing or try, right? Yeah. Because it's their nature. If you can sell, you can always make money in this business, in any business, really. If you're good on the phone, you'll always make money. I think it's a million-dollar skill in any business to, to make money. So we had this conversation, and I said, look, here's the deal. When you take a partner right? You both have, just like you see with your partnerships that you've created, that you both have the same interest, right? You both want to build this to something. You both want, you're both invested in it. You're not calling each other, making sure that you're out of bed and you're on the phone and doing Mm -hmm. the job. It's just happening because you both have the same vision. When you take an acquisition person that's on the phone, it's a job. That's what it is. It's a job. So that means that your accountability needs to be on the next level, right? Mm -hmm. Your structure of what they're doing needs to be on the next level. And you do have to be careful, depending on what state, if you're 1099 in or if they're employed and W-2 and and all these things. Because I know California, as Don was saying in Coffee with Clothes the other day, like, it's crazy. Like, I don't know that. I don't know the laws on every state, the way that you set up. But regardless is is that these are jobs and they need to be that their comfort zone is now I I don't know what percentage of America have W two jobs, but a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And they're used to structure, whether it's going in and you start at nine till five or you do these things, acquisition is no different. So don't think that you're gonna bring hire an acquisition and let, let them act like they're partners because they're not. It's a job. Their numbers, keeping them accountable to how many dials they're doing, how many conversations they're having, how many offers they're making, right? You have to keep on top of it because again, otherwise they will get lazy, they will get complacent. Uh, because it's just a job and it's a job that yeah they might enjoy they might enjoy working with you but it's still a job they'd rather do nothing if they could and a business <laughs> partner is how do we grow how do we make this better how do we hire yeah. the next person how do we develop you know make them better so your conversations are different i don't think everyone picks up on that sometimes yeah well and the other thing like what you were saying about my disposition he's actually a whole a talented wholesaler in the market i'm in and mm-hmm. so we work together very well. He figured out he really likes disposition as long as I'm continuing to provide the contracts on the acquisition piece. And so now he's not even doing any more marketing and we're sharing in that. But he found out that's what he thrives at. And we're on Skype constantly talking like, hey, how'd this go or how'd this, how'd this walkthrough go or whatever. And so you don't, I don't have to check in with him. I'm my acquisition guy, even though he's very talented and knows his stuff, he's still, I, how many offers did you get out yesterday? Or I saw in your report yesterday you did this or whatever. He's like, oh, yeah, it was a slow day or whatever. Yeah. And, and that's even for the cold callers, for the lead managers. If you, yeah. don't, if you don't check in and say, hey, what's going on, then they'll just go in their own direction for a little bit. So it's just keeping, you know, hurting cats kind of. Absolutely. It's communication, right? It's communication. And the big thing is, is that you just said something that happened exactly the same way as me. When I started working, you know, with Melissa, I said, hey, you do your own marketing, you do your own thing, but here's the goal. I'm going to get you so busy, you're going to make more money with me, okay, than you are on your own. And it's going to make sense for you to do this right? But yeah. I'm not going to stop you doing it because it's just going to be the natural transition and it happens, right? And you can talk a good game in this business, but you have to deliver. And I remember when we first spoke, 
and we started working together, I was like, I remember jokingly saying to you, like, hey, like, if this doesn't work out, like, <laughs> I'll hire you. So I've got you. Like, because I already knew that you were going to do it, right? You did it in the first 30 days. And I'm glad you did. But there was a part of me, like, if I can get someone <laughs> like you that's like, wants to work and be on the phone, like, yeah. come and join me, right? <laughs> so, um, no, good job. I think that's awesome. So great job. I think, Thanks. you know, people will be able to take these action steps um, in, in what you're doing. And, and what we've talked about today to go, you know what? I see where I need to be. And, and we're talking about percentages, right? You go, well, I can't make 50 calls a day. Well, Chris is making 50 calls a day, right? Mm -hmm. But he's still got six deals mm -hmm. happening from the 30 days. We're not even bought up what from marketing ages ago. He's got more than that from marketing from down the line. But if you can do a percentage of it, this is the, the goal, guys. So when you say five quality calls a day, three offers a day if you can do that chris did 40 offers this week i want you to do 15 this week i'm just talking about you doing a deal not bringing not building a 10 deal a month right now let's do baby steps to get results and then let's multiply it and, uh, and you understand that so really really good so chris i appreciate that i just want to talk about real quick and get your honest opinion and, and we've not talked about this so i'm intrigued to see what you think we've changed the coaching program right i made a decision six weeks ago two months ago that i wanted to change it up i, I did a lot of one-to-one -one and uh, i wanted to bring in and, and say how do i build a better community how do I deliver and get people to see what other people are doing? And that was for you as well. I mean, you asked me, like, what's everyone else doing? How are they getting on? And I'm like, well, I know it all to some degree. Mm -hmm. Like, I know, I don't meaning I know what's yeah. going on with everyone, but not everyone knows what's going on. Meaning you're not getting that motivation kick, right? You're not getting the, oh, they're doing this and they're doing these deals. So we created and we've got into more of a group setting live four times a week different topics everyone's on video everyone gets to know each other everyone is more accountable this way what do you think about the new setup honestly and and maybe you can say hey i preferred the old way like, <laughs> you can honestly give your honest opinion here like really <laughs> i'm on the spot i actually really enjoy it i think there's a certain point when you start when it, there's proof of concept and you're doing deals you want to know hey what's everybody else doing to make sure you're on the right track or, hey, I'm falling behind because of, but hearing in our groups, there's so many different experience levels. You know, obviously you're the main one we're focused on because you're, you're, you're helping us and build our own businesses, but having everybody else kind of come in and chime in and say, well, I did this and this worked, or I did this and it didn't work or whatever. It's good to know in your peer group, like what's going on. In addition, yeah. With all the rumors that can happen in our, in, in our community as real estate investors, it's good to kind of see what's actually working right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like with just things like, you know, yeah, there's a lot of noise and I like cutting through that because I like taking action. I'm like, like with your coffee with closers the other day with Ricardo on yeah. there, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going so slow. How do I? <laughs> How can I do yeah. more? And that, and I know right now I've learned I'm at my bandwidth. That's it. This is where we're at. The only way to do more is to bring more people on. Absolutely. Um, kind of a thing. But I like the new setup because it gives everybody something a little different on everyone every day. And it really depends on where you're at in, in your business, right? For me, yeah. it was really acquisition folks. So when you had Melissa on the other day, I yeah. really wanted to know what she does and how she does it because how can I do that too? Kind of yeah. a thing. So I like it personally. Yeah, no. And, and the other thing is as well, like bringing in, 
what I've from the feedback I've got is bringing in like my direct team, like my VAs mm-hmm. of acquisition from business partners and digging into what they do because I sit as kind of everyone knows what I do, right? I run systems and basically just make sure things are happening. But sometimes I can get the disconnect from like what it really feels to, to be on that phone because I'm not on the phone. I'm not making them offers, but people are doing it. So hearing from them, well, how are you making these calls? How are you making these offers? How is my VA doing his follow-up for me in the conversations they're having? And I think it's important for, for you guys to listen to that and go, oh, wow, like, okay, I need this type of person in my business to do this kind of job. And that's how they're getting the results. Because people look and go, oh, yeah, cool. Well, how are you doing all this? And you're not doing any of these. It's only because of my team, right? It's nothing to do with me, really. It's having a great team. And if you can build a great team, just like you have, building with the Dispo guy as a partner where he's now got that comfortable that yeah. you have it dialed in that he's like, I don't need to market. I'm just going to work your stuff because now we can do more deals together, right? Yeah. And and all them things are, are really important. So guys, if you're looking to kind of work or you're interested in getting involved with people like Chris, with me, working with me, go to reinetwork.com slash join rei network i'm gonna flash it on the screen if you watch it on youtube rei network.com slash join yeah right there and uh you know apply let's have a conversation and it's and it's literally no push sale we don't have anyone in there that is not trying to achieve the same thing and yeah you've got to be willing to put the effort in because i believe it takes you six months to to really get this business going whether it's the system part whether it's outsourcing everything whether it's doing your first deal okay six months to to get it rolling and i need six months of your life dedicated to this business and if you give me six months i'm pretty confident i can get you results and big results and maybe in 30 days like chris and chris to be fair gives me a lot of credit but i give him right back because he's doing it not me i'm on the phone for him i'm not holding his hand i'm not waking him up he's making it happen and i think if you can just take a percentage of this you're going to take it to the next level guys so if you're watching us on the, on the podcast, listening to us on the podcast, you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you give us a like, drop comments in. I will go in and answer them questions. Let us know what you uh, what you think of this. Hopefully you got some good takeaways. So what are they real quick? Double down on your text marketing right now while you can. Bachelors.io slash Gavin. Sign up for the text messaging. Get the rotation of text messages and phone numbers to get a better deliverability while staying compliant. Batch are going to help with that. Bring in the lead while you can get them set in the pipeline making sure you're keeping your campaign separate again your goal get on the phone start taking massive action start making offers and we haven't even touched on the follow-up right which is a different level like when i see chris arnold's got six deals three in closing three under contract about to get in closing hopefully in 30 days and we've not even talked about follow-up yet then it's just gonna get stupid it's just gonna in six months it's gonna be stupid the deal flow will be ridiculous so great job chris chris just before we go how do people well one i'm gonna give you two things one how do people reach you if you're in the louisiana if you're in the baton rouge new orleans area and you want to you got a jv deal chris can help you you got a a seller that you want to you know jv with i'm sure he'll be happy to help so chris anything you want to share and how do people get hold of you before we go yeah we're doing all of our investing in baton rouge 
and in New Orleans. And so if there's any deals there that you need help with, you need to talk to a seller, anything to do with a, a property that's for sale, we'll help out in, in every way we can. We like serving that market. And then I don't are you going to put my email on? So if someone wants to reach out to me, they can shoot me a quick email, ask me a question about anything to do with either something on here with Gavin. Hey, how's Gavin? Really? You know, is he a nice guy? Yeah, he's a great coach. <laughs> yeah, we're not in the same room. I don't have a gun to his head or anything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just shoot me an email. So it's great. Awesome. And then that is Chris at Chris at CJ dot properties there is no dot com okay chris at cj dot properties is the email chris at cj dot properties shoot him an email okay uh and again i'm telling you now this business is hard enough do not go alone that is one of the main things that i teach if you're new stop going alone whether you're going to jv with me with chris people in the group the coaching program now is not the time to be alone in this business it's hard enough focus on one thing at a time take massive action and we'll figure it out chris uh, told you at the start of this episode yeah i was getting things under contract i never knew anything about title or how to close a deal awesome we don't want you to know any of that because you've got the contract so many people want to know about moving a deal and title when there's no deal no one wants to engage or talk to you guys without a deal a title company are busy they're doing 300 transactions a month they haven't got time to answer your questions with no deal in place ready to go so just think about that buyer doesn't want to talk to you about a contract you don't have right a realtor doesn't want to say about will you list their prop will you list my properties and help me move them with no deal it's much easier to negotiate with hey i got a contract i need help i got a contract i'm ready to close i need help oh yeah now let's work with you it just makes sense so don't worry about all the steps make sure you break this down step by step to get results um and it's going to stand you in good stead so chris i appreciate you congrats you know you you got a lot of money in closing deals are happening and uh, let's just not get off the uh let's stay on the saddle let's stay in the saddle let's not get off this time right no way. and uh you know you've, you've seen it but the good thing is you know that you could build it re- 10 times over you now know that you can bring it back in your backyard one of the, the big things i told you from the get-go let's get out of california Let's go and learn the craft. Let's go and learn the, stat, the, the the stages and make money. And now if you want to go back to California, you're now in a position where you know what it's going to take to do it. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Gavin, for having me on. It's great stuff. Appreciate you. All right, guys. Have a good one. Enjoy your day, your week, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks.